Hello, hello, and welcome back to Baki Daki Season 4, Episode 11, The Weak Eats the Mighty. What a great name for what's hopefully a great episode, and we've actually got a new guest, never before on the pod, it's Pong Curry. Hi! I do like, uh, I do like the title. I really love a good spoiler-filled title. <laughs> yeah, it, it, you know, it gives you a taste of what's, uh, what's to come. Um, so, uh, Pankuri, for all of my new guests on the podcast, I have a few questions I just like to ask so the viewers can get a, a, a just a sense to know you, I guess, a better way of phrasing it. Um, okay. so, uh, other than Baki, uh, what shows have you currently been watching or watched recently? Um, unfortunately, whatever I'm watching right now, I will have no overlap with Baki. I just finished walking, watching Ted Lasso. Mm. And now that we're getting into spooky season, I'm working on a list of spooky movies to watch. So there'll be a lot of grudge and stuff in the coming days. Oh, interesting. Yeah, Lin- Lindsay just watched a spooky movie. We uh, Or both of us. We saw, what was it? Uh, Death in Venice or A Haunting in Venice. Uh, oh, is that good? I heard okay reviews. Yeah, I would give it an okay review as well. <laughs> I... yeah, that's too bad. Yeah, well... Not, not bad yeah. not good anyway well, well th- those seem okay. like quality things um and so my, my second question is uh before you watched this episode what did you know oh. about baki i knew that uh, i knew that you had the podcast and i knew that christian had been on a few episodes so i had the only thing i had heard about baki consistently enough for me to remember it is that it sucks <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> That's all I'd heard is how bad it is. So I had, I to be fair, I had my expectations set. I was not surprised at all by that episode. <laughs> oh, it didn't, it didn't exceed your expectations. You weren't, you weren't proven wrong, or <laughs> no? I mean, oh uh, yeah, no, my, I wasn't proven wrong at all. All right. <laughs> but look, I'll take it with a grain of salt. I'm not big on anime, so people who do like anime might have a very different experience. Yes. And I, I, my, my big disclaimer with people who have come on the show and haven't watched a lot of anime is that not all anime is like Baki, unfortunately or fortunately. Um, you, you were saying you've watched one other show. What, what, what was that? I watched season one of Castlevania because it came very highly recommended. Okay. And honestly, it didn't suck. I didn't hate it. I just, I'm not big on gore, so it didn't, I, it wasn't the kind of thing that I could keep watching it was fine there was a scene with an eye tied around a light pole just an eye Ooh. which got me yeah no no thank you um i'm, yeah. I'm surprised christian didn't make you watch edge runners um or anything oh right i have watched edge runners i'm sorry i forgot about that one i have i watched that but you know christian and i will always disagree about that show <laughs> if this is not an argument i'm willing to have again but it's not a fact Good show. So get away another way to feel like you do know yourself to know and let yourself go. Alright. Well, let's get into Baki. Uh so right. uh this episode we're picking up where we left off last week with the pickle versus Baki fight. Um everybody's in the arena. And um Parker, why don't you set the scene? Like what did you think was going on as the episode started? Okay, I'll be honest. When the episode started, I read like the summary that Netflix has, which was just, oh, Baki is reeling from his injuries, from his fight with Pickle. So when the episode started, I was expecting the fight to be over, but it wasn't. 
But the stage was set very opicule is extremely strong and he's big and he's gonna like crush Baki and the whole episode was just Baki kicking the shit out of Pickle. <laughs> Which I thought was excellent. It's very true. You know, and, and you know, yeah. goes into the title, the week. I learned the mighty, I know. I learned of a few fighting styles that I think Albert Einstein might have some problems with. But other than that, <laughs> it was excellent. <laughs> Yeah, so it, that is true. So the episode starts, and Baki is, of course, reeling from uh, a hit at the end of the last episode. That's... that's all I could do. The impact of falling from 30 meters... It's like getting hammered in the solar plexus by a powerful kick. Incredible pain. Difficulty breathing. So specifically, he fell 30 meters out of the air, and... Um, you know, that leaves some lasting side effects. Do, oh, do you think... see, that makes sense. Why he did that move again. Yeah, oh, okay. that, one, that must have been quite confusing. Yeah, I was a little confused. Like, at one point he said, death is the best camouflage. And I was like, I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. What do you mean? <laughs> but now, I, I I, mean, the death part doesn't make sense, but the rest makes sense. Yeah, to be, to be fair, even with context, it's not exactly a clear move. No, it does not add up. I watched the, I, I watched the episode twice because I thought maybe I missed something the first time, but no, it doesn't make any more sense the second time. <laughs> oh, man, I love the dedication. So, yeah, so, so Baki starts the episode. He's like a shell of himself, and they do, I think, a pretty good job of describing the pain that he's in and lots of shots of... Um, internal damage to his organs um yeah. at one point it seems like he's about to just um i i thought the episode was going to start with him vomiting up blood and i thought yes but he swallowed it it was, <laughs> it was not what i was expecting to see that salty taste metallic smell that's blood after that, like, five-second intro into that blood slowly coming into his mouth with all that force, he just swallowed it down and then sat, stood there and diagnosed himself, yeah. which was very impressive, especially for a 16-year-old. <laughs> that is, it is impressive how much anatomy... It can, and Baki, whenever we see him in the classroom, he's always asleep, but he does know every medical part about the human body. Um, oh, so you do see him in classrooms? Just just once. He was in the classroom and everybody was shaking because of how how intimidating his aura was. That adds up. That yeah. makes sense. <laughs> it, it was very, like, cartoon logic, I feel like. Like, I feel like if you have a bunch of blood in your mouth, like, you're, it's not, you're not going to feel better by swallowing all that blood. Like, it's not going to go back into your body. Like, I don't know. I guess no, it, no, technically. It's not. He spends so much time describing how bad it tastes and then just swallows it. <laughs> <laughs> Why wouldn't you just spit it out? <laughs> oh that's, god. It's a great point. Well he doesn't want he doesn't want to look weak in front of the caveman, you know? Yeah, I guess. I mean he did look very strong while he was describing how his diaphragm is being pushed up into his ribs. <laughs> yeah, he can't even breathe. So th 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 this part of the episode's also fun because we get to see a bit of a more playful side from Pickle. Um, he, he starts, um, sort of miming to punch Baki to show, you know, like, don't worry, I won't actually hurt you. All right now? Then let's play. Play with me. Baki saw that Pickle was pretending his fists weren't lethal weapons. What, what did you think about Pickle? Because, like, 
I, I feel like he's different in every episode. So I want to I want to get your thoughts on. Uh, Honestly, for me, mostly because of the whole he was the way he was messing with Baki. I got a very like like you said. I got a very playful side of him. Like I'd read. Again, I did a little bit of research, but I read about him and he re- sounded very scary. Like he was supposed to be this big, undefeatable monster situation, primitive man. But he just seemed like an older brother fucking with Baki, which I thought was really funny. I mean, he got his ass kicked, but it, I thought for a while there it was funny. Also, yeah. he has a baby face. For somebody who's like has as many muscles, I guess, that he does, he has a baby face. His face is incredible because like, it, half the time, it feels like he's trying to, like, scrounge it up and look like a demon. And then the other half, he looks like Fabio. Like, he's a male model. He's got this incredible hair, perfect skin. There, there was no in-between. He just switched between the two. Yeah. Like, there's that one shot where he, like, makes himself big and, like, he has, I think, fangs or claws or something. I'm not sure. Yeah. In the middle of fucking with Baki. And then he just goes back to big dewy eyes. Just very surprising. It's, it's one of those things where, like, you know, this is based on a manga, and I feel like sometimes, like, it's, you know, typically, like, animation should have transitionary states, you know, like, he, he's transitions, yeah. but often it's just copying from a frame of a comic to the next, so it just cuts, and he's, I don't yeah. know. I also I'm, thought the shadow over his pickle was interesting. The, the what? The shadow, you know, where his oh. growing is supposed yes. to be. Yes. Yes, the strategic shadow. Yes. Very strategic shadow. Like it moves as he moves. It was funny. It was interesting. Oh yeah. I like they, that they, they didn't put in the effort. To, I like that the production that doesn't put in the effort to like move people's mouths when they talk, but they put in the effort for that. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I think I, I think if they didn't do that, we'd have to be watching this on a different service than Netflix. Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, let's see. Yeah, I think that about covers the beginning. Oh, I, I wrote down in my notes that Baki compared his fall of 30 meters to like when he fell off a jungle gym as a kid. The impact of falling from 30 meters was just like the time I fell from the top of the jungle gym when I was a kid. I enjoyed I, I made a note of that too. <laughs> I, I was wondering how many people would be able to relate to that because honestly, it looks sounds painful, but it doesn't sound as painful. Yeah, I don't remember whenever I fell off the jungle gym just swallowing a mouthful of blood. Oh, do you not do you not remember ever falling through the jungle gym? You know, when you're in between and you just slip and just fall through the rods? Mm-hmm. That 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 hurts. I can't imagine it hurts the same, but it hurts. Yeah. No, I I, I that's fair. So th- this is where it gets really fun. So Baki is yeah, you know, he's he's battered, he's so low on energy, like his he's just taken one of the worst hits he's ever taken. Pickle tried yeah. goofing with him, and eventually Pickle um starts to pray for Baki. Um, which was pretty cool. Don't you fucking pray It hurt his pride a lot. Yeah, yeah. I feel like Baki would not have like gotten the second wind the way he did if Pickle hadn't fucked with him. I think that's like more or less confirmed. Like the the, like, the narrator basically says like the endorphins that Baki had came from him due to the Ooh, absence right. of danger. Like, but now it was the absence of danger that his brain reacted to. Pickle's playful blows would not have hurt a fly, but they had struck Baki in his weakest point. They had hit him where it hurts the most, in his pride. 
Yeah, ba- Baki almost gets a power up from this. Um, he he has a good. Up relationship with his dad, where he's been like on a quest to defeat him or something. Oh, that's the yep. Once we finish the caveman arc, we're moving into the father son arc for the next fifteen episodes. Uh, so. see, I'm seeing parallels. I'm seeing a like he got mad that he was underestimated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's uh, he's he's working through some issues in this fight. Um, or maybe I'm giving it more meaning than they intended for it to have. You know, I used to say that a lot in the beginning of this, um, in this of this show, but I, I do think that there is a lot of intentional meaning in this um, in this anime that gets that gets lost in um, well, it gets lost in other moments, like uh, you know what we're just about to talk about, which is where Baki decides to prove that he is um, ready to fight by walking thirty meters up back up into the air and then jumping. Um, yeah, <laughs> jumping off. So when when that happened, you didn't know that he had yeah. previously fell. What did you think he was doing? It made absolutely no sense. For a second there, I thought maybe he's walking up so he can gain momentum and like crash on Pickle. Ah. That was like my ne- my best theory. But no, I had I had no idea. Once he fell, like once he dropped down and then just sort of flung himself back up without any pause. The whole thing seemed a little annoying. Like I, I didn't understand why he did that if he was just going to stand back up. Now, though, it makes sense. Yeah. It was very dramatic, but you know what? I, I think I think it ended up being uh, pretty cool in the end. Um, and it, at it this did. point, the, the real fight begins. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> it was... This was... I really liked that the whole time they were fighting, there were just three people standing behind a screen asking what I was asking, which is what the <laughs> fuck is going on. What? What in the world is Pickle doing out there now? And there was just one of them, it, the guy with the little ponytail or the other guy will just pop in and offer with a quick little explanation, which was really helpful. I don't know that all episodes are like this, but I hope so. Oh, this is, oh, it's funny. So I would say that is the Baki formula, is you have two guys fight and then you have to have some third party that points out how cool the fight is. Um, oh. In in this episode, it's not it's not as glaring because these are actual martial arts people commenting on it. But like we've had fights where like it's just a random guy walking by or like a guy who was in the bathroom and the fighters entered the bathroom. Like oh, wow. <laughs> there's always a third dude there to comment on how cool the fight is. Um, I mean that is commitment to do that season after season. Just oh, yeah. have somebody in the room. The, the best fight they ever had was a guy was in a, a telephone booth, you know, like those tiny little ones calling his wife, and then two seven-foot-tall seven guys walked into it and started punching each other with him in the telephone <laughs> booth. <laughs> they couldn't even wind up their punches. There was no, there was no room. That's excellent. That is yeah. real commitment to the cause. Yeah, it's... It, because th- th- he's been writing this man- manga for like I think thirty years or something, so you, you got to keep things fresh. So tell me something. Oh guy sure. In the the guy behind the screen in the white suit, the one who, who I'm guessing owns all the underground boxing rings or fighting rings, why does he have a bunch of scars on his face? So that's actually an interesting thing. So it's actually the little old guy who owns everything, and oh, the- he's the businessman. Mitsunari Tokugawa. The 11th generation head of the Tokugawa business empire. Yeah, because Hanayama, the, the guy in the white suit, he is a Yakuza boss. Um, 
uh, like the Japanese mafia. Oh. And then Tokugawa is just, you know, an old, a Japanese businessman who owns an underground fighting arena. Um, oh, see, he just looked old and zen. You want to know the weirdest tattoo. thing? That guy in yes. the white suit is 19. What? I know. There's no way. <laughs> no, he's like there a pure no <laughs> It's so weird. He looks 50. I know. It doesn't make... He we looks 50. He everybody... acts 50. <laughs> yeah, he does. He called Baki a kid a few times. And like, I understand he's three years younger, but jeez. Yeah. He talked to him like he was a child. No. So wait, everybody ages regularly. Like other than Pickle. Yeah. Even, even Pickle does. He just got frozen in salt for 190 million years. Oh, okay. That's because, why it's uh, Barking said he was millions and millions and millions of years old, so I thought he had millions and millions and millions of years of knowledge. You'd, you'd think so. They they do sort of, like, they keep calling him an old man, which is... Like, yeah. Like, yeah, it's a, it's a bit confusing. <laughs> it's a little rude, honestly. The poor, he looks like a child. Yes. Other than yeah. physical, whatever. It's rude, but at the same time, it's not like he understands it at all. Like, what, like... It, it's not even like he has his own language like whenever he replies it's like bare noises Um, yeah just grumbles yeah (laughs) he can speak dinosaur (laughs) so as we move into the actual fight uh, Baki lands three very quick hits so quick in fact it looks like he missed Um, when in reality that was intentional Uh, do you want to explain what he did Parker? So the best sentence I got from the episode that sort of summarizes what happened was when he said that if you hit something through a cushion, it doesn't hurt the person. But if you hurt the cushion, then the brain vibrates. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was really interesting. I feel like he kept describing it as if it was a concussion, but the visual imagery of his brain vibrating and hitting his skull was really funny. But essentially what happened was that they said that Baki grazed his chin twice with his hand and once with the ankle of his foot except it looked like he missed it but he just grazed it so it caused it it came as such a shock that his jaw shook and that made his brain vibrate and that was why pickle had an unprecedented experience of his body slamming onto the ground (laughs) which i thought was really funny for somebody who's lived millions and millions and millions of years yes i enjoyed that too i especially liked how he considered it like a, a sorcerer spell that the ground was yeah. coming to him that was this man had transformed himself into a sorcerer who could control the ground beneath their feet actually the sorcerer part happens later when we go get into the animals that's more sorcery oh you, <laughs> the animal stuff is so fun i was i was happy that you got when, when i realized that i had given you this episode i was glad the animals were in it um <laughs> But yeah, I was I was happy with this because uh, you can't tell from this episode, but this has been a season long arc where we have learned in uh, in every fight this season we've talked about how Pickle's neck is really strong and it prevents his skull from vibrating and giving himself a concussion because every fighter has tried to give him a concussion for some reason. Um, yeah, see the context makes sense now. Yeah, and apparently, apparently Pickle used to be a quadruped, so his neck is built like a cow and very solid. Um, I don't know about the science behind that, but, um, you know, I'm not an anthropologist. I don't think that 
person, man, whatever, has any uh, weak spots in his body. He looked very, very tough. There was a lot of butts in the back. Yes, yes. I, I I will say he does have one weak spot. His entire skin. Is probably his. Uh, <laughs> it's one week. That one's a killer. It's known as the Whip Strike, and it has the same effect on everyone from infants to Uchiro Hanma. The largest organ of the human body. I uh so to like because I was I hadn't heard of your heard your podcast at all before. Yep. I went back and I listened to a couple of episodes, and one of the ones that I listened to was the one with Christian, where he does the whip uh, strike the first time. <laughs> and I really appreciated how they kept the theme of slaps of a women just <laughs> consistent through both the episodes. Like that's the one part that didn't go away. Has there ever been another living creature? That transformed itself into a whip and targeted the skin. No, not that I can think of. On second thought, perhaps there is one creature. The um, human female. Women have been known to do it. Yep. Yeah, it was funny. They 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 do basically reintroduce the same concept and spend like three minutes describing it in sort of different ways, and then they both finish on. But women also like to slap people. <laughs> well, yeah, that's a great summary. Excellent observation. <laughs> yeah. I also uh, was surprised that Baki's hand wasn't hurt. With how strongly, like, he was hitting uh, Pickle and, like, leaving marks all over his back, it didn't seem like Baki was having any sort of a reaction on his palm. Yeah. I think it's, um, I think it's one of those things where it's, um... I mean, I, honestly, I almost see this part of the fight as psychological warfare. <laughs> like, it's it's, know, it's the idea like that a slap hurts more than it actually is. I don't know. Pickle looked like he was in a lot of pain. The, the whole, like, whenever you had Baki's handprints, everything just looked like it was on fire. That is true. I would not want to be on the receiving end of one of those slaps. I noticed he, they described it as Columbus's egg. Yeah, that Which, caught my I, attention, too. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was a very interestingly specific reference. So I went back and I googled it, and apparently it's a, it's an English phrase that means nothing like how Baki used it. But they used it. It doesn't mean, minute. like, an incredible pain in, like, a kung fu technique? <laughs> no, apparently it means a brilliant idea that seems obvious as soon as you think of it. Yeah. Why don't I slap him? A brilliant idea. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah, fair enough. I'll make my body every muscle, including face, which they made a point to mention, as loose as possible. And that's going to feel like a rope on his skin. I, I do have which... to wonder how much worse or how much how less effective it would be if his face was tired. Like, I can't imagine he's getting a lot of um, a lot of power from that loose face. <laughs> no, I don't suppose so. I don't know, maybe his face has something to do with the spine? Oh, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That could be it. And, and the spine. Yeah. Oh, man. We've we've talked so much this season about the yeah. power of loosening your body. Like, a guy a, f- a guy five episodes back um, turned his whole body into joints and then was able to punch at the speed of sound. Um, but... Huh. <laughs> yeah. He was able to punch. 
punch at the speed of sound? Well, it sounds ridiculous at first, but think of it like this. Your body has like 23 joints between your toes to your fist, okay? Okay. Now, if you just imagine that you have more joints, which is what he did. So he he imagined that he had hundreds of them in his arms. um, You're able to treat it like a whip, like it has that fluidity to it. And whips can break the speed of sound. Um, I'm sorry, Steve. That didn't make any more sense the second time. <laughs> well, I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you what the show told me. Um, actually, okay. I wanted I wanted to get your opinion on another part of this logic. Um, they okay. they really wanted to get across that slaps are um, equally painful to everybody involved, and I think they said at one point a slap would be felt the same between a newborn baby. And yeah, you know, Yujiro Hanma, who's Baki's dad and the strongest guy. Yes, in the I world. have not slapped a new one, baby. If that's your question. Okay. All right. Well. <laughs> all right. <laughs> if you had I'm to sorry. guess, though, um, do you do you think do you think that statement holds true? No, I have to imagine that a slap would hurt more if there's more surface area that you're slapping. Hmm. So a baby would be smaller and would probably not like have as much at least plain surface area in one spot that my entire palm can like have an impact. Wow. I did not see that coming, that you would say that the baby would feel less pain than the world's strongest man. I feel like the baby would probably be more in pain because it's smaller. It depends. How big is the baby? Um, Eight pounds. (laughs) Okay, I was going more with age, but sure. Right. Two, two, two weeks old. Will, okay, I'm guessing the baby will cry louder. Well, I'm, I'm sticking with a man would have more surface area, so it would feel the slap more. I see, I see. Makes sense to me. Yes, I'm committing to it. <laughs> All right, and I can trust you as the expert on this because, um, like, you know, uh, women uh, slap and all that. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, that is true. We do have a lot of experience slapping people. Exactly. It All comes right. with your Intro to Womanhood handbook. <laughs> All right. So moving on to the final act of the episode, um, Baki realizes, you know, uh, well, actually, Pickle gets fed up of being sla- slapped and gets into sort of his, oh. like, I mean, business pose. And Baki strikes a pose of his own. Uh, it, it's... <laughs> Retsi recognizes it as uh, Koke Ken, which is the Kung Fu method yeah. for uh, using a tiger as inspiration for martial arts. Um, but yes. that isn't that isn't all. What what else can he do, Punker? <laughs> there was an eagle. There was a bear. There was a gorilla. Yoso Ken. Toro Ken. Saru Ken. Yusho Ken. What the heck? Is there any actual fighting involved, or does he just imitate animals? I wrote down Kokeken uh, phonetically, so I would remember it, but I didn't write down the ones for the rest of them. Yeah. But there were a few of them. I thought the eagle was impressive. I especially thought the two, two to three renditions of dinosaurs were impressive. There was a triceratop at one point, a T-Rex at another point. An elephant. A rhino. <gasps> no, it can't be. Triceratops. The, that was interesting. The dinosaur ones are so are so incredible to me because, like, the I, I understand that 
you know, like Kokeken or like the Praying Mantis style, like those are real martial arts that are inspired by the movements of animals, right? Like, yeah. but what do you do? Yeah, that's what they said. It's a style of kung fu. Yeah, and, 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 and but but how do you get a real style of movement inspired by a dinosaur? Like, did Baki just watch Jurassic Park a bunch and try, or is he just like, <laughs> like I don't understand one how he can mimic it and how he can mimic it so clearly that other people understand that this is what a dinosaur would walk like like it's 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 incredible i feel like it wasn't even that like his poses looked more like yoga poses where they were like sort of a slight loose interpretation of what that animal looks like it was more the pickle genuinely being confused whether it was baki or an actual t-rex that got me but I'm like, where do you think you are, my man? What do you think is going on? Why does he? Why is he seeing an actual T-Rex? That's a, that's a great question. I, I will say in Pickle's defense, he did just wake up from 190 million years ago. So maybe, he's, maybe he doesn't so really he understand. He, so he thinks a 16-year-old standing on one foot is an eagle? Excuse me? <laughs> well, he thought it was a tiger, but then the tiger turned into an eagle. Okay, so if he woke up after 190 million years, then you've got to imagine that dinosaurs are the only ones that Pickle actually recognizes and none of the other animals at least existed in that time. He got he got stung by a bee once, but yeah, other than that. Yeah, because he swallowed the bee. A wasp, <laughs> technically. It was a dumb move, but anyway. <laughs> See, I told you, I did my research. I read yeah. about that. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Uh, so I don't understand how he saw a little boy stand on one foot and went, not only do I know that's an eagle, but I also know what the fucking eagle is. <laughs> that's a, that's a really interesting point. Like, he's most likely never seen a bear before. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't know what a bear or a gorilla or chimpanzee or whatever that chimp was looks, looks like. How well, does he know? I think that's just a testament to how good Baki is. We've never seen triceratopses or t-rexes move around but he was able to evoke that image in you know retsu and uh hanayama and the, all the people watching it and in the same vein uh pickles never seen a praying mantis but now he knows what it looks like thanks to baki i think baki is not just the strongest boy in the whole world he's also the most magical boy in the whole world <laughs> i think <laughs> i think the series I think the series should lean into that. I think that would be a good tagline to uh, some right? issues. I should become a writer. I'm in the wrong field of work. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's that's about how the I'm... episode... Uh... Yeah, ends. I was a little disappointed to not find out what eventually happens. <laughs> I I think I'll have to listen to the next episode of your podcast to find out. Oh, yeah. It but... gets... it it He takes the, the imagination to the next level. So... <laughs> get ready for that i have no idea what that would look like oh you you really don't <laughs> but no i don't oh man yeah that was it I, I just had in my me. i just had in my notes yeah. one fun line from retsu where he said no it can't be try triceratops <laughs> uh, yeah yeah i know down like, there's another one line that I hadn't said. It's just that I note down that the short guy, which I'm now finding out is a businessman, he's yeah. fucking sassy. Yeah. <laughs> he's just, you're going to get to the point anytime soon. Like, shut up. Oh, I love that. I've never, like, I've never heard somebody say that in the show through all of these monologues. And then finally, he's just like, <laughs> come on, move yeah. the plot along. 
And yet, in the entire history of life on Earth, from two billion years ago, when proteins began the mutations that would ultimately result in human beings. Where are you going with this? Of the many millions of creatures that have developed over that time. You are going to get to the point eventually, I hope. Honestly, fair enough. Yeah, great line. Do we, do we see Jack a lot? Jack Hanma? Because uh, I found out Baki has a brother and that was interesting. Yeah, half-brother. Um, he shows up. He was actually... He was in the previous episode. He fought Pickle right before Baki did. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. That, that was that was a good fight. Um, yeah, he bit his ear off. Is that the right fight? Yes, 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 yes. Um, before that, they tried a bite fight, so they both bit each other on the mouth. Um, it, was, it was pretty hot. Um, okay, the energy is <laughs> strong. I love it. <laughs> Right. You go, Jack. Exactly. Okay. All right. So that brings us to the end of the episode. And the question, I think you've probably already answered at the beginning of this, but now that you've watched an episode of Baki and done a, a lot of preliminary research, do you think that it is a good show? I'm sorry, Steve. I'm really sorry, but no. <laughs> I feel like. If you're not gonna animate people's mouths while they're talking, then my answer is gonna be no. Yep, that's that's just, completely and also fair. the complete disregard for science. Like they just said, nope. I'm sorry, science means absolutely nothing to us. Like I can't. Oh, science means a lot to them, but they have their own science, their own alternative yes, science. They do. Where a boy can just walk up thirty meters or thirty feet and just like jump off of the air. Yeah. I don't know. None of it made a lot of sense. Oh man. Yeah, no. I, I gotta agree with you. It's it's always cheap when a show doesn't animate the, the mouse moving. I I once watched a show where they had every season they lost more budget and you could tell that like like they barely <laughs> survived cancellation. And so they set a quarter of the season in space and they could only communicate with telepathy. So there was just so oh many faces with no movement it was it was a, it was honestly a slideshow um <laughs> anyway um cool well uh was there any any other questions or anything you want to talk about this episode honestly i thought this was a lot of fun like i would not have watched baki by myself but uh, Christian and i sat down and watched it yesterday and i made him tell me all the background context <laughs> I thought, I thought it was a lot of fun. It's just, it's not the kind of show I would commit to, but once in a while, I it was great. Yeah, and I, th hey, I think that's... How did you, how did how I? you decide to start this podcast? Uh, well, you know, I found out about Baki a few years ago. My brother saw it on Netflix, watched it. Um, at a certain point, Muhammad Ali showed up and he just went, this is the craziest show I've ever watched, um, and got me hooked on it. And then... Um, I, I don't know. I, I, I always try and be making something. I always, I've, this is actually my third podcast, but definitely the longest running. Um, I don't know. Uh, we, after we got, after me and Lindsay got married, I just wanted to try something new. <laughs> Honestly, I think it's great. I was looking at who all your uh, guests have been and I saw that your moms watched the show. <laughs> And like, <laughs> I mean, obviously Lindsay and the friend group have watched the show, but 
I saw names I didn't recognize, and at one point I saw your mom, and I was just like, you know what? This is impressive. This is commitment to the craft. Oh yeah. Oh my my mom if I, is. If I took my mom to watch Baki, she would have had she would have disowned me. Like there would be consequences. <laughs> yeah, no, I've I've definitely had that feeling introducing the show to some people. <laughs> I got I got Lindsay's dad to watch the show. That was a fun episode. Yeah, nice. I gotta go back and listen to that one. Yeah. I also think it's a waste you didn't have your mom review the virginity episode. Um, no, I, I think I think that was a great. I, that was Christian, right, for that episode. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Wouldn't have it any <laughs> other way. Yeah, yeah, no. When I heard about it, when he recorded it, he'd mentioned it to me about the virginity part, and I just I was so far removed from the whole thing, I didn't think much of it, and then I went back and listened to the episode, and it's it was a really fun episode. Oh my god, my 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 cousin, uh, who was on the show a while back, he's he's watched Baki, and so he went, uh, mm. he got, he told his friends about it, and so he was like, hey, we should watch, um, uh, watch this fun show. It's funny, and they end up just choosing a random episode, and it's the sex episode, <laughs> and it's, it's <laughs> just like a bunch of guys sitting around. <laughs> I mean, honestly, if you have a lot of episodes coming up, I have a colleague who thought it was a fun idea. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll keep that in mind. We are actually starting to run out. I think we have. I'm gonna guess. That's what I figured. Yeah. I, I got your we've... invite for the big finale party. Oh yeah! It's spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> oh, gonna... I'm sorry. Oh no worries. No worries. Don't worry. I I can I I can edit stuff out if I actually think it's a spoiler. Um, See, I didn't really think it was a big secret. Yeah. Well. That's all the Baki we've got to talky. So thank you very much for coming on, Parkery, and I'll see you all next week. Thank you for having me. Whoops, forgot the fan question this week. So this question this week was, where would you place the fighters in this episode on a football team? I'm going to assume we're talking about American football. Um, I'm going to put Pickle as the uh, offensive line. I don't think anything could get through him. Actually, no, he'd be better on the... Uh, defensive line, just sort of like a somebody who's going in for the sack. Um, you could even get into his pickle pose. Um, we're going to put Baki as the quarterback because, as established, he can't run for sports, but maybe he can throw. Um, those are the fighters. Um, I guess Hanayama, we could put literally anywhere on the offensive line. And uh, Retsu, I just don't see him playing football. All right, see ya. <laughs>